sipping, I'm 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 and we here, man. Shout out to everybody that tapped in. It's another Thursday. It's happy hour. We are already sipping. And today, sipping with Sam, I have Tata Sharice. How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling good, Sammy. You wasn't lying about these drinks, and you got all my shit right. He's I like, what you want? I got the Look, even right. the, he got the little lime, bitch. The little lime. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can tell a man cut it because it's thick. Okay. <laughs> Slice it thick. Okay, know. yeah, because I don't really do thin, as you can see. Uh-oh, uh-oh. She's starting already. Starting already. But how you feel today? Man, I feel good. I can't lie. It's uh, Wednesday feels like a Friday or Saturday to me in mm-hmm. my life, personally. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm feeling good. So this good. is your weekend? This is, this is my weekend right now. This is my little... Uh, I get to kind of just chill throughout the day a little bit, which... I don't really chill. I end up running errands, but you know how it is. But that's part of it because <laughs> you can't relax when you got shit to do. So nah. That, that, that kind of helps you relieve the stress of it. Nope. Yeah, yeah. I look at relaxing as what requires me to do bare minimum thinking. It might still be a task I need to complete, mm-hmm. but if it doesn't require a lot of thought or too, too much energy, but it's still on my to-do list, it's still a relaxing time for me. I bet you can shop on autopilot, huh? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I can do a lot of things on autopilot get to that in a minute <laughs> <laughs> now you are by trade a professional comedian yeah 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 people say that they be breaking it down like i just say comedian uh-huh I you mean, know what a is comedian it, is it humble um is what for the ladies comedian i mean spelled no, a different i would way? say see i say comedian because um Deaf comedy jam. Are you ready for the next comedian? Oh, you just say, Oh, that's just your cadence. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't saying it like feminine. I, oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I I'm a you comedian. Meant the professional part, you don't say. Nah, I'm a professional. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Why wouldn't you say that? Yeah, this is most of my income right now. Talk you know, like most of it. But y'all, I say right now, uh, stand up is about 70% of my income. That's beautiful. Which is cool. You know, nice, nice, nice. I got my days. I got my struggling artist moments. Yeah. You know, that come with it, you know. But But the job is fun. So you be like, fuck it. You know? (laughs) And I get a lot of free drinks. Talk that shit. You know? (laughs) I'm like, fuck it. I drink at work. (laughs) You and me both. (laughs) (laughs) An ideal is only an idea anyway. You know what I mean? So you making traction. You're seeing the progress. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing a lot about you. I'm seeing you on people's platforms. I'm seeing you on four flyers a week. Damn, yeah. man. It's about four, average about four flyers a week, it seems like. Yeah, I do about anywhere from like three to uh, four shows a week. About two, to, I'll say two to four two shows to four? on the average. That's, and I on mean, the average. This is, this, is, this is not you just hopping on stage. This is people coming to see you, though. Yeah, this is, I mean, I'm still trying to get more asses and seats. You know that. what I mean? Because that. that's what the game is about right. as far as getting booked for even bigger things. Right. Um, but these are promoters and bookers who uh, believe in me. They like my work or they heard about me and they, uh, you know, reach out to me to do their shit. It's a beautiful thing. How long have you been doing the stand-up thing? It'll be seven years this October. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, seven years, man. Seven years. And you know what they say. You know, you got to put in, what, 10,000 hours or 10 years. You know, those different, you know, uh, theologies that they come up with. I believe in both of them. Yeah. I believe that there's exceptions, but there's always outliers. But I think that once you have that solid basis. Yep. I'm putting in the work. I'm uh, I'm not trying to skip the grind, as they would say, like. 
I know when I do finally blow up, somebody, somebody's going to say, damn, she came out of nowhere not really knowing. Like, nah, I'm in the trenches with it. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about I'm doing shows in fucking basements of people's houses. Right. All the way to theaters. Like, <laughs> you know, know what I mean? I haven't done a large stadium yet. I've done a small stadium. But, um, oh, yeah, like, I'm, I'm all over. Like, if the money right, not just money, too. If the money right or the opportunity is great or it's a place that I've never been and want to build a fan base in that area, I'm there. Yeah, there's a bunch of sliding things when you're an entrepreneur and, a, and, yeah. and, and, and an entertainer. You have to um, cover all bases, but you can't. We don't have time to waste. Mm -hmm. And also, I made a rule for myself when I first started. Um, I said, if you can afford to get to the gig, don't turn it down. Mm. And that was the rule I made for myself. I didn't worry about how much they were paying me, especially my first and second year. I think that, hold on, hold on, hold yeah, on. Yeah, my first and I second year. I think that that is dope I, because... Getting out of bed is about how you think about it. Mm -hmm. like everything we do is about where we put it in our brain. Right. So to say, if I could get there, I'm going, in so many words, when you know that what you do is a hell of a hustle when you want a bottle. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You might work for drinks. You might get $50, whatever have you. Yeah, that shit but is real. But to just say, like, if I can get there, I'm going, that cuts out a whole lot of bullshit and excuses. Yep. So I just wanted, I like that. But go ahead. Yeah, if you can afford to go, go. Mm -hmm. You got somebody on your team or somebody who believe in you. They want to drive you there if you're not mobile. Whatever. Just get there. Yeah, we got to utilize you know? our resources, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. But that's that's awesome. So I always think because I've been told I'm funny. Mm -hmm. Nobody's ever oh, really shit. probably told me <laughs> to be a comedian. But once in a while, because I love comedy and I watch comedians all the time. I, um, between stand-ups, whatever they do, interviews, mm -hmm. I'm constantly watching I love the timing thing. You know what I mean? Okay. The rhythm of it. And the callbacks are always exciting to me. Oh, yeah. The call, callbacks are fun. When you when find a right. good callback, oof, it can hit hard. Like, you, it's almost a guaranteed laugh. When it comes to um, stand-up comedy, I kind of look at it like sports. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you ever in life hear me talking about someone's set or a comedian or I'm talking about, you know, different uh, comics that I appreciate or... Mm -hmm think that are funny whatever like that i look at it like sports um because there's so many different parts to it you got cadence mm -hmm. you know what i mean you got uh cleverness mm -hmm. how clever a person is you got crowd work some people are just brilliant at crowd work that's all dl you used know? to do yeah some people shows be based off crowd work yep. Yep. <laughs> you know you got uh the, the ability to story tell you know and then you got timing who some people like timing is everything so those people who master timing typically go really far mm -hmm. in the comedian comedy game um what else you got you got stage presence yep you know you got stage presence got and yep you got you got people who like to just sit down on a stool mm -hmm. you know some days i ain't gonna hold y'all I'm, I'm a stool bitch some days but most days i'm using my stage my stool stage space i like that timing i think terrain we don't think of time yeah timing is at the top that's, that's to stand like, up whew. you know but that's everything whenever i think about it i always think of that episode of fresh prince Remember when his homie was a comedian? Uh, was it Guy Tory or Joe Tory? Yes. And then he went on yep, stage. Yep, 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 yep. thought he could I just do, do his, his stick and it wasn't sticking. Mm -hmm. I always be like, yeah, I ain't going to be that boy. Tory, I will yo. introduce y'all all night. Mm -hmm. and, and I might do a call back off of one of y'all jokes before I introduce the next motherfucker. Oh, yeah. But when I you hosting? Yeah, oh, yeah. Hosting that's, is fun. I love hosting comedy. You can always play off of what was said before you, know, before you got back up there. Absolutely. And use that to maneuver. It's, one of the, it's like one of the easiest ways of... Of being a host, you know yeah. what I mean? Playing off what the last man said. But, I mean, do you host often? 
I started hosting more um, last year. Last year? I started hosting more last year. I don't get booked that often for host for gigs. Because they need you up there for that set. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm a type of bitch that want to come in, do my time, and, you and know. Leave, and that's what I was about Not leave, leave, but relax after that. Like, I'm done. Oh, I yeah. can chill. I'll still stay in the atmosphere, but at least I know I my. It's like I came, I did my job, and now... Oh, I could kick my feet up a little bit. Yeah, you still at work, but you ain't working. Right. Now, hosting, you got you up there the whole time. I got a hosting gig coming up next month. Um, there are some promoters who love my hosting style or just like the way I host. Mm-hmm. So they always book me to host. Right. But that's not majority of my gigs. <laughs> right. I was just asking because I know there's pros and cons. Like, I've heard comedians say both. They, they said that there was benefits to hosting sometimes. And mm-hmm. that, you know what I mean? But Oh, yeah, yeah. You day, get to work on shit. If you like to get it over with, I understand that too. Because there's anxiety, like mm-hmm. any performance. Do you still get the butterflies? Oh yeah, the butterflies never stop because once one one thing's for certain, uh, when you get too comfortable or I don't even like to say cocky, when you just overly confident right before you get up there and no butterflies at all, that's when you go up there and it don't really go your way. I've heard that most you know of the I mean? time. Because I had that, yeah, I'm about to kill this shit. Shit about to go boom up in this motherfucker. Like, mm-hmm. I knew and I got up there and the shit was mid. I was like, ah, oh, this was a, a okay set. <laughs> you know? A humbling. You know, bring you down a notch. Thank you y'all know? for paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got a couple chuckles. So them little jitters, you know, they kind of, I don't know, it's a little adrenaline thing too. I've also heard that it means you still care. Yes, you still give a fuck. Yeah, like there's a level. I mean, it's not to say that you don't care, but there's a level (laughs) of giving a fuck. Yo, I'm never gonna be. I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't never gonna not have them little butterflies because it's 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 somebody out there working right now. Mm-hmm. You know, doing it right now. Like, you're not going to be the first or the last. You're not the first. You're not going to be the last comic. It's going to be somebody new. It's always somebody funnier. You just never know. Like, it's so many angles where, where you could take this particular career. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Speaking of angles, I see you on skits. Okay. Are you in movies and stuff too? Yes. Um, I got a movie on Tubi, baby. Hey, now. And I got one on Amazon. I think uh, a movie on Amazon as well. So Amazon and Tubi uh, right now. Um, you know Jenny, the Jenny the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it first started off on Amazon. It might still be on there, but mm-hmm. it's also on Tubi. Right, 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 right now. Right. Um, yeah, that's my actual like film that I'm in. The rest of my uh, films are like YouTube and uh, self-produced and self-filmed things that I did with my partner Driz. So shout out Driz. Yeah. What is? But what would be ideal for you? Would you like a um, TV show? Would you like to be a comedian? actress would you like would it uh if i got a show like okay. what's, what's what's progression if, i know i'm gonna have my own uh lane and my own uh you know everybody's journey is different absolutely your time is your however time. What's for you, what's um, for you? if i had to put out a name of someone whose career i see for myself absolutely and like the way they did it and how they move and um the opportunities they've had and the projects they've completed it would be uh, like Queen Latifah. Oh, you picked the best one ever. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it would be like the, Queen Latifah. You picked the GOAT. Yeah, she wanted to be like Kobe. It's all right. Yeah. Um, I like she it. Was a, I, I look at her like her rap days are like my stand-up comedy days. Dope. And then she wanted to live in single. That's sitcom. I want, mm-hmm. I want a show like that. I mm-hmm. want a sitcom. Um, and obviously movies. One of my favorite movies, the type of roles I want. You've seen Bringing Down the House with yes, her and Steve Martin. Absolutely. Like, I want to do shit like that. Like, you know what I mean? And also Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's another 
big name because I still want to do that stadium shit. I still want to tour as a comic. Yeah, he set the bar somewhere different. Um, international films, stadiums, mm-hmm. tours for comedy. Like, that's just different. It's different. And so, yeah, please aspire, aspire to yeah, do that. Yeah, I'm going to hold you. I know a lot of people be afraid to talk about their dreams and all no, that stuff. No, I'm asking you uh, for a purpose. I wanted to put it out there. Like, yeah. we need to get the... I mean, I play put it in the atmosphere. household name. Yeah, and I think you will. The whole shebang. You know what I mean? Boom, boom. You know what I mean? Why not? Why I mean, not? I'm only yelling like this because you was doing it first. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I figured... This you is can safe, blame me if you want. This is a safe space. I feel <laughs> I feel like it's called tequila, but it, we good. We good. We good. That too, honey. I had a shot before I got to this motherfucker. Damn, you got the beer and I the shot. I appreciate that. Yeah, I got a... You know, you a real I, we having OG. a lot going on. Damn. You know, I got to set the glass. My, my grandpa had that glass. <laughs> yep. This one? The Sipping yeah. with Sammy mugs. Get yours now. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, um, this is the first episode that we have. The Sipping with Sammy IPA. What you sipping IPA? What? You got your own shit? Yeah, man. You I know, know that's what, what I'm saying? talking about. That's so, brand. Um, Here, let me hold it. Let me. Uh... Yeah, do that for me, please. Always nice to have a beautiful lady. Go ahead, touch, touch, tuck your shit. You know what I mean? What you sipping IPA when you want to sip with a beautiful lady like this? You need to sip something like this. You see what I'm saying? They know you got taste, flavor, all that coolness, and yeah, bottle tricks. I'm speechless, but um, <laughs> I'm sure I my. Know you gotta be careful with the sexual shit. I'm a my bottle I appreciates mean, you. Gave me you. tequila. This shit make my girly parts tingle. Uh oh. So uh-oh. I don't mean to be inappropriate. I gave you. I gave you what you asked for, and you ain't did nothing inappropriate yet. <laughs> you are fine. No. <laughs> you are fine. But- Suck a dick on camera, psych now. <laughs> That's crazy. I better not ever get caught sucking dick, yo. Getting caught sucking dick, you can't let that shit down. You don't think nobody some... forgets the bitch that got caught sucking dick in the hallway in high school? Yeah, that's different. But you don't, somebody, you don't think somebody you don't think somebody already got footage of you sucking dick? Nah, I got footage of me sucking a dick. Nobody else. Nobody else. So, I don't play that. So your eyes is open at all times. I mean, I never allowed a man to film me. I cut that. <laughs> I cut that. I cut that real short. I don't know, man. You look Even on it. You about to reach for that phone. Motherfuckers, mm-hmm. you see some of these videos, these niggas be like, Oh, man. <laughs> I pay attention too much. And I'm also like, you, most of the time when I am doing my thing, mm-hmm. you know, it's in a space that is that's comfortable You're for me. You're a controlled environment. I control the actual environment. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't go to men's house too much. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. yeah. That, that. I, know what's up. I know what's going on in here And you ain't gonna move too much Cause you don't know what's going on in here Yeah I mean you somebody You gotta act like it out here Yeah. Uh, I understand that Where, Now you say queen As far as career um, trajectory mm-hmm. Any female comedians that you Fucked with coming up That you oh, really yeah. dug And um Different styles Why? Yeah yeah most definitely Um I know I, I got a lot of males on my list, so I am glad that you people are always asking me about comedians, and I always, you know, jump out the uh, you the know the Richard, yeah, the, with the males, the Richard Pryors, Bernie Mac, yeah, you know, like. But it was a lot know, of dope females. Yeah, but now since you're specifically asking about women, um, I'll have to say um, I can hold you. Uh, Monique was very inspirational for and, uh, yeah, for obvious reasons. It was a, it was a big bitch on TV telling jokes. Like uh, I was like ah. Representation it's possible yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean It was a big girl on TV Telling jokes And she was killing it She had a TV you know? show Exactly She had a TV show She did her thing mm-hmm. I mean I can I don't Man I can't take nothing away From that woman man She's uh, she's one of my idols I wouldn't try to Yeah, yeah. so I'll say Monique um, I love Adele mm-hmm. Yep Adele Givens She was really amazing uh, She she had Great um, Great punchlines mm-hmm. You know what I mean Like I like I, love, I like the way She 
was raunchy too. Like, yeah. I know a lot of the women were raunchy back in the day, but um, who else do I love? Um, some more, some more. I grew up watching. I love that's how my she motherfucker. Kept, yeah, I liked how some more uh was just carried herself on stage. Mm-hmm. I love how she always carried herself on stage. She always put herself together so nicely, mm-hmm. and she just Samora was always made being a bad bitch and a funny bitch cool. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I think that's really cool. You know? I think she exuded a level of confidence. Yeah, that was fucking phenomenal. Yep, yep, yep. I'm trying to think of some other women. Um, it's another woman. She is from the West Coast. She recently was on the 30 Years of Def Jam Comedy. It's not coming to my Not name. Melanie Camacho. Yes, Melanie Camacho. Melanie Camacho, back in the day, she was really, really dope. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed a lot of her sets. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I Melanie like- used to be the only girl on a lot yeah. of shows. Yeah. I like Ellen DeGeneres. Mm-hmm. I like her wittiness. I like the dry humor. Yeah, she's so matter of fact with it. Yep. Yeah. So those were my, the ladies that I looked up to as I was coming up mm-hmm. as a child and just a stand-up fan. Mm-hmm. Um, there's women now that I'm a fan of and we all like out here working now. Right. You know, like Paris Sachet, she's really, really, really amazing. There's so many dope ass girls out right now. Well, shout out some some some, some oh, people man. they might not have heard of. Let them get some love. Man. Oh, okay, okay. Um, you know her, Chanel Renee here from Philly, so yep. she's also a very funny lady. Mm-hmm. Paris, um, damn, it's my girl, man. It's my girl. It's another big titty girl. God damn it. Oh, oh, we got uh Kelly Kells. Kelly Kells from Atlanta. Okay, she's really dope. Just Niche from Chicago. Mm. And I worked with all these women so far, which has been real good. Uh, Natasha Face from New Jersey. I, I, I know Natasha Face, very funny lady. I met her on an Instagram live, and we've been following each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She my she my old head. You know she what I mean? Funny. She probably gonna talk shit if she hear me say that. <laughs> <laughs> Who else we got? Oh man, um, it's somebody that's gonna come to mind. This is my girl. Oh, and I can't can't forget her but she'll come to mind later it's the he asking me the important questions about the tequila flowing through my body i mean i tried to get you early so we <laughs> from that all we <laughs> could just <laughs> go with it but um that's a good I, you gave us quite a few names you know what i mean yep, and yep, it was yep. on the spot you didn't plan on talking about oh courtney people. b i love courtney b okay. she currently works uh on nick cannon's new daily show oh dope yeah she's also on wildin out mm-hmm. um she did my birthday show i booked her for my girls got giggle show me and driz um oh and driz is one of my she doesn't do stand-up but she's one of my I talked to her on the daily and she's just like funny. Mm-hmm. So I look at her as a comedian in my eyes and she is a comedian, a different kind of comedian. She's not a stand up comedian, but yeah, man, those, are my, those are my girls. It's a couple girls out here. Is it a different kind of sisterhood going Olado on? from Houston. I mean, I met some dope ass bitches from across That's the country. Dope. These are from major cities. Yeah. They're top bitch. Okay. Like, you know what I okay. mean? Like, Oh my God. Ashley Henderson from Minnesota. Ah, Phenomenal! That girl is crazy, man. She is so <laughs> nice, man. She a little stud. And uh-huh. She fuck him up when she do her girly jokes, but she look like a boy. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? She be fucking <laughs> him up with that. She be fucking him up. I be like, oh yeah, you got them right there. Like, and everybody different. Is there a different like sisterhood in comedy now? Because I see that there's all women shows every week. Oh yeah, yeah. The girlies come. We come together. Y'all telling jokes in underwear. Y'all doing all type of shit randomly throughout. Laughing lingerie. It's yeah, all. T- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think it's starting to come to light that um, there are some funny women. Absolutely. I think some men are starting to be like, you know what? Some of these bitches, they aight. You know, I think they starting to, you know, get that because you got to think about it. Let's put our our sex to the side. It's male, female, and all the other letters and shit. Put that to the side. Mm-hmm. Think about the underdog. Mm-hmm. What happens with the underdog? 
Everybody like the underdog. You wind up cheering Everybody for the underdog. Everybody like the underdog. The underdog ends up getting what? Stronger, mm-hmm. faster, mm-hmm. better. And end up defeating or killing everybody else who was comfy at the top or comfy as the majority. I think that's what's happening on the so, music scene in Philly. I yeah, feel like for the last the few years, I've been seeing things. women go on these stages at these showcases and open mics and tear ass. Tear ass. And that's I've been seeing happened. a dude or two that might could fuck with shorty. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and it's been consistent, like, for a while. Like, and I've been telling the female artists because I, I always be wanting to big up what I see, regardless of, you know, like you yeah. said, gender. But I think part of with female comedy, with having so many, like, you just named 12 women. Yeah, from, from all cities. over the place <laughs> that people that's watching this may not have ever heard of, but they ill and they're dope, right? Now we have more content. Mm-hmm. Now we don't just have Melody Camacho set reduplicated. Yeah. Or um, Monique for where she was at one point where like, we know a lot of her stick was being proud to be big at the expense of little bitches. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. And that's separated and divided. And there's mm-hmm. a middle ground of that, which she lost weight. Now she's had to find it. Yeah. But um, I think that the content is what makes the guys say, oh, well, I can do that. I don't just want to go to a woman's show and just hear about little dicks all night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, that becomes a lot. It's just like, all right. I don't even, um, I don't even have little dick jokes. <laughs> I probably, I, I had a joke us. in my head, but it's people I mean, watching. You heard me say a little dick joke? No. Unless I'm roasting or something, I might say something like if I'm doing a roast. But I that's low hanging fruit though. Because yeah, ever it's, since it's elementary school, that's just the first thing a girl go to. She never see you there. Yeah, and the same way when y'all say fat. Well, we can see your size. Yeah, I can see your dick. Or you I can't see it. Rather lack thereof. <laughs> 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 like, nah. But dumb. But nah, low hanging fruit. Um, What you mean? Like, so like you sometimes, that- like, even with, like, say, for instance, um, freestyling right okay they say you don't go with the first line you think of you go with the second line because you got the first line right when it's too easy it's too easy it's not going to hit as hard mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying so if you know i can just tell this motherfucker his dick little and i know he shut him down it's like all right but everybody's heard his dick little a million times why would i just jump straight to that see to me it's about the creativity of, of the dick joke of the dick joke okay it's about so i mean i think it's corny to just be like oh that's why you got a little dick Yes. You know what I mean? As opposed to saying, look, man, you walk like you got a lot of space between your legs. You know what I mean? That's going to be a little different. You know what I mean? You word it differently. Like, man, look, oh, God, bow-legged, here he comes. Like, you know, like, whatever you come up with, with with different shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that kind of, I guess, get challenge people to be more creative. Do you catch public transportation ever? I have in my past. Do you I have, drive now, but you know, I ain't no stranger to the bus. Do you have a hard train. time just not cracking the fuck up the whole time? Because <laughs> like I know everything is a is a oh, is a shit. scheme once you see it. Like oh, this is oh my. Like do you have a hard time keeping a straight face on public transportation? I'm, I'm a. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about because you have wild thoughts, Rihanna. Yeah, no man. Here is about me in, in, in public places. <laughs> I, I'm a I'm a jolly I'm a jolly lady. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. I kind of walk with a bounce. Mm-hmm. You know I'm one of them pleasantly plump people. <laughs> like you know what I mean. I be walking and just smiling and jolly. I've been like this my entire life. Like when I got a straight face and I'm relaxing my jaw, people ask me what's wrong. So when I'm out in public places, my my energy and my face is very inviting. So the weirdest craziest uh... people like to talk to me. 
So the the fucking content and the and the jokes create themselves. Like mm-hmm. I don't even gotta say nothing. Like they just want to come up to me and talk to me. And 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 that right there, I end up. I talk to a lot of strangers. I do too. And I I, I realize full blown conversations. <laughs> the same thing I used to complain about when I was a kid is what benefits me now. I used to always say I could be on a bus full of. Everybody is jam-packed and this little old white lady will sit right next to me mm-hmm. and start a conversation immediately. I don't know if I'm a safe haven or if I feel the most comfortable <laughs> or what, but it always happens. It happens on elevators, like all yep. of that. But now I, you know, I eight to eighty blind like you can have these conversations mm-hmm. because I'm it's it's not uncomfortable to me to have them anymore. Right. You see what I'm saying? But have you ever been on your way somewhere and was like, I'm gonna do this set? I'm going to hit him with this. This this kind of crowd, probably. And then something happened on the way. You was like, fuck that. We talk about this. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Whatever I just it? ran into, Can you going to get addressed when I get when to the show. Happened? That was a goodie? That was a goodie. Oh, man, that was a goodie. Goody, something goody. that was like 86 all that shit. Because a I lot of times, it'd another... be some personal stuff. I just went through. <laughs> and when I get there, I vent before I get into the... Get up there uh, turning to Mary, Mary yeah, Jane. Get into the show. Yeah. Me and her had the same birthday. I'm very funny when I'm sad. I'm good at I'm my sad. job, yo. Um, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm extremely. I'm even funnier when I'm sad. Like, you know. Well, we like Mary. January 11th was Mary J. Blige and myself birthday. It's you and Mary J.'s birthday. I'm talking yeah. to you. Put yourself yeah. first for once. Yeah. Might be the first time anybody put you before Mary J. I'm going to do it. Oh, you are? You're going to do it? Today. I want to um, celebrate with her, so I ain't going to talk too much shit. No, we ain't talking shit. We love her. If you look at my life and see what I see. That was your theme song? La, 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 la. That was one of my shit. My mom used to be stressed out listening to that shit, and I didn't understand back then. But now, I'm So like, your wow, mom was on the, on the... Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, my sister had a Sade face. I got that face, too. That's my sister. <laughs> yeah. Sade face is scary. I had a real emotional mother. That is scary. You don't want to meet no woman when she in a Sade face. Oh, man. <laughs> she played that Jezebel, man. Woof. Start crying out of nowhere. Jezebel. That shit is crazy. But so, Sh- they got some happy music too. It's sexy. She, she does, but coast it's similar to, to the Mary shit. To Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, she got that smooth operator. She said you a smooth operator. Smooth. Matter of fact, I don't even want a nigga or a man. I want a smooth operator. Say that. You got to change your bio. You know what I mean? I'm going to <laughs> You got to put it in your bio. I need a smooth out. When you smooth, you can get away with all types of shit. Billy D. Williams ass motherfucker. Yeah, smooth. Big Daddy Kane ass nigga. Uh, <laughs> nah. I don't know. He lost his money, right? No, Kane ain't broke. Kane, ain't Kane still money. fly. You ain't see him on all the verses and on the hip hop and 50 shit? Oh, okay. Oh, Kane well, still shit. fly. Shout out to Big Daddy Kane. Kane though. get those stage and Louis shit that look like um, loungewear. <laughs> and Too look quick. Too legit to quit. That's too legit to quit. That's too legit to quit. Oh, fuck. That's MC Hammer. I'm thinking about the wrong motherfucking nigga. <laughs> yo. Like, yo. <laughs> that's crazy. And, um. My bad, yo. This motherfucker tequila got me. We, <laughs> we, we, we don't clown Hammer because he took all of Oakland with him, and that's how he went broke. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, good clowning. heart. We ain't clowning nobody. None Fresh of, Prince nobody almost did clowning. that shit. He took his whole graduated class to California. You don't even like half the people you graduate high school with. Mm. What the hell? Do- you know, we got to learn money, man. Money money, money is, yes. a, is a thing I we need agree. to learn. Look, I'm trying to pull it together now, bitch. I'm drunk. Your face matches your shirt now. And your glasses. Nice. Glowing. Glowing. <laughs> people end up getting drunk on the show. 
Yeah, but the funny thing is they usually don't acknowledge it. You usually could tell when it happens. Like, if you watch it, you could be like, oh, they lit now. When I say, I do have an alter ego. Her name is Il Nana. Okay. Il Nana is a little bit more loose with the lips mm-hmm. than Tata. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, Tata Sharice, she thinks a little bit before she says things, but she's still funny. Il Nana, she kind of just be like, blow, tada, watch out now. So how many more it's drinks? It's a big one. And I'm not Bow Wow. How many more drinks before we meet Nana? She's just about there. <laughs> she creeping around she, the corner. She's like, she over there like this. Like, ooh, somebody called me in the motherfucking building. Like, you know what I mean? Silly as hell. What was your... um? You had asked me a question earlier and I couldn't think of it. The um, question me, uh, I asked you Ever earlier. came to a show and talk about some shit that I seen. Exactly. What was the what was something that sticks out that was so funny that you was like I got to tell you motherfuckers tonight that you can remember? Oh yeah, okay. Um, I saw a couple arguing on the way to a show. On the way to a show, yeah, I was at a gas station. <laughs> I was at a gas, you know, I'm I'm at the gas station, stopping to get gas, about to go to the show, and this couple was arguing. They was in the car. They was in the car. They thought the car was soundproof. Yeah, no, no, no. He got out the car and she locked him out of the car. Oh. Yeah, and then the bitch started doing donuts. Oh, she's stunning on him. Around the station. And he was like running. She just ain't want to leave him. And he was running trying to get those. That fucking plan. Yo, open the fucking door. I swear to God, I'm about to pop your ass. When he said that, that's when I was about to. Yeah. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, he said pop. Well, it ain't got no pop name. Pop goes the motherfucking weasel, nigga. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play with these niggas with them guns, man. Nah. But yeah, I just thought it was a funny sight, you know. And then his pants was falling down. He was a little on the chunky side. And I know what it's like to run while big. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, especially while like I felt for him a little bit. You know, especially you know when you gotta run, like you're not choosing to do it. Yeah, you, you know, was you just have chilling. to do you it. You chilling. was just chilling. Yep. You might have saw a dog. You might have your bitch might be just hitting donuts in the parking lot. Anything's possible. And your big ass gotta run. By the time you grown, like. you decide what's worth running for. You be like, if it ain't no bullets and no dogs, I'm not going nowhere. And her little ass in the car laughing. So that was pretty funny. I remember talking about that one day after. Why the do show. you think she locked him out the car? I don't know what the fuck was going on with them, but it was a car seat in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, they living on the wild side. <laughs> it was empty, but I'm like, oh, these people have kids. Yo, what if she had a phone out while she was doing donuts? And you know, stuff? yo, and you he know what? Been, like on a little spinning camera, the 360 cam. Yeah. And she'd have just posted it. <laughs> I thought I was in part of a skit. I was like, yo, is this a skit? I'm trying to like stay in my role and shit like that. <laughs> I'm like this, like, yo, just smile just in case it's a camera. You know what I mean? Yo, you are I'm just crazy. trying to stay up in my in my in my lane just in case they got me on the shot, you know? And I knew he was tired because that's when you stop and you go like you do this lean back thing like this. Mm-hmm. Come on, man, you playing too much. Like mm-hmm. he hit one of those. I was like, oh yeah, big boy. Big boy about to, as he said, popper. Leaving that alone. Leaving that alone. One thing I say is yes. he's smart. The rest of you motherfuckers be out Hopefully here like they, this. Hopefully they you can't breathe like this. You got to hit the... Put your arms... I thought you had to bend down and go on your knees. No. That's that's just being lazy. You don't get any airflow through your body doing that. You literally oh. should... The fastest way to get airflow... Your lungs are... When your hands are up. Hmm. Everything's clear. This is all clear. In your lungs. Right. So, you know, you learn something right there. But <laughs> I don't know why they was just like, yo, put your hands down and everybody nah. be telling me the wrong shit. The wrong shit. And I'm trying to change my life. <laughs> I am. I mean, mind don't mind these drinks right. Yo, yo, want some real no, shit? No, I wanted you to explain that. I asked for club soda. To let the people know. She asked for club soda. 
club soda because you know I'm like listen I can't go cold turkey on and it was, liquor and it was ice in there at one point yep so there's water and club soda in there lime. Yeah, and I didn't drink. make her drink I just cut the lime by yeah, the way lime. because you making it sound crazy now <laughs> Tangerine. Now, if I oh shit, <laughs> call me Tangy. Now, if I um Tangelo. If I drink now, I try to do it with the club soda shit or straight up on some ice. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm on a little little health mission. <laughs> I'm a bad big bitch, but you know, I just want to see what it'll look like if I. <laughs> I want to see what it's gonna look like. Why does every woman? <laughs> why does every woman have a catch weight? You know. You got one? I want to see what it's going to look like. I'm just curious. Does every, why does every woman have a catch weight? A catch weight? What's that? Like, I want to lose weight, but I only want to lose. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, is that based on, like, prior experience? Like, I think when I was 40 pounds lighter was the best I ever looked. Because, you know, it was probably 20 years ago. It might not look the same. Like, I'm just wondering why we don't just go till we see where we could go. Yeah. Um. All that shit. <laughs> so, but I'm no, like, no women um we compare our a lot of women look at other women's bodies and social media i mean the world today is kind of crazy but we know all women carry weight different yeah women carry weight differently right. your, your, your genes matter i'm never gonna be this tiny girl i accept that about myself and i actually actually like being me you know what i mean mm-hmm. I, I look in the mirror and i'm not like totally like oh shit you don't come across as, yeah. fake, as fake confident oh yeah nah nah i really think i'm um uh, gorgeous like you know what i mean like and you are oh shit sorry about that but no um i just i feel like we all carry weight differently so it's it's your mental is what matters you got to go into it one doing it for yourself Mm -hmm. anytime my old weight loss journeys i wasn't doing it for me or i didn't have the right mindset and all that shit like that and um i've been hearing people say throw away the scale just just work out getting it's a lifestyle thing mentalities like, yeah because a, a we, we're supposed change. to be worried about being healthier yeah so that's even a little motherfucker now. could just fall out tomorrow right and we just saw brownie son have brownie i met have skinny people with arrest. diabetes and i was like oh shit it can hit anybody i know a really really tiny lady and she's like everybody always just assumes that i'm fine because i'm small she's like i have to stay in shape i have to work at making sure that I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't have any, you know, I don't have certain advantages. I don't have certain holdbacks, but I don't have as many advantages as you think I do just okay. because I'm smaller. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I understood that because it's like we all age. We all age. Yep. We sit here sipping that's, now. Honestly, that's my concern now too. Um, because when I, I always been chunky, mm-hmm. but I want to go to my level one chunk. I feel like I'm at level three chunky for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to go back to level one, which to me was like a cool, you know what I mean? A little 215, 220, mm-hmm. which is still probably big to a lot of people. But for me, that was like, okay, level one. I feel like I'm on level three. So to me, I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, no. it's you against you. Absolutely. I'm comparing me to me. And I be thinking like, yo, back in the day, I thought I was big as hell. Like, I'll do anything to go back to that. Mm. That college weight where I thought I was fat. That early 20s weight where I thought I was big. Like, you know what I mean? When all them old men was like, that's a lot of women. I love that. But I've never walked with my head down. Um, I've you should. never. My mom, <laughs> my mom was like heavy on the confidence thing mm-hmm. with me when I was a kid. Is your mom heavy? No, my mom's small. She okay. realized her kid was fat. Mm-hmm. So she was like, oh, shit. <laughs> God damn. Like, damn. <laughs> 
<laughs> my mom was small. She had she her weight fluctuates. One day she was like, I mean, now my my mom's a drug addict, so she a crackhead now, so she's small. But like when I was coming up, God bless her. That's a whole different story. I got jokes about that too. But when she was <laughs> raising me, the first eleven years of my life, which are very crucial years to a kid, she was brutally um, honest. She was her. I remember her weight just fluctuated. Sometimes she looked thick. Sometimes she looked skinny. Like, but she was never like obese. Mm-hmm. My mom was never really obese. She probably had like one obese moment, and then she was the type to work out, and that shit just dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she noticed I was chunky, so she was like, and my sister was skinny coming up, and it was uh, only us two. And y'all comparing? Yeah. So she yeah. was like, you know, she used to say, you know how much fat people clothes cost. Like my first bully was my mom. That's why I could take on the world. You know, she, she bullied always, me and at the same time she made me like have confidence. Like I she used to make me stare in the mirror and point out my features and uh different uh beautiful things about myself before I left the house. As she should, as she should. That's dope. It was a positive answer. But when she was mad at me, I was a little you fat got, ass. You got hell, right? <laughs> I was a little fat ass when she was mad. Let me show a little fat ass. <laughs> he like, bitch, you just told me to love myself. <laughs> now I'm a little fat ass. And I ain't give a fuck. I still was sneaking the cookies and shit when she went to bed. Fuck that bitch. Trying to hide them Oreos. Yes. Fuck now, out of here. Something I've heard from comedians is that um, in order to connect with an audience, you kind of have to be self-deprecating. Oh, yeah. I do that shit all the time. They say, like, one of the first things you have to do is shoot yourself. Yeah. Get it out the way. That's the thing? Yeah. Like, so it's like, you, a, it's like, like when you figure out a new play, you know I got to tie in the shot at myself, too. Mm-hmm. Is it always do you do, you don't always make it about your size, do you? Nah, not the whole not my whole set. I just got a couple jokes. Not your set, mm-hmm. I mean the self deprecating part of your set. Mm-hmm. The part where you try to bring yourself to the level. When I try to get them comfy yeah. with me. I yeah. think one of the um Yeah. I do, I do. I, I mean I, I I dress my size. I mainly the size of my breasts. Cause you know they can't miss them. Yeah, like I get the. Like I walked out, out or, or the comedy stage with these, y'all, y'all see it. Yeah, I want to just get it out the way because I don't want them focused on my weight or the titties the entire twenty minutes that I'm up there. So like, so you usually just within them. the first five minutes, I um, yeah, I get them out of there, talk about them real quick, make be funny about it, and then from there I'm going into all the other topics and uh, other jokes. And everybody loves a titty joke more than a little dick joke. Yeah, men love titty jokes. Love a titty. Women love titty jokes. Like absolutely. Yeah, like shit. Women a, love titties. Women do love titties. Let's, let's, titties is titties let's is coming real. back. Half of your compliments or your breasts is for women. Probably most of them, because most men can't even say nothing no more without sounding weird. I don't know. I don't like making men feel that way because I like a man to tell me I look good. So I don't want to make a man feel weird about telling me I'm beautiful. Or that I appreciate like my, that, or that they like my breasts. I appreciate. Like, just that. don't be weird about it. Don't overly. Uh, if I had them bad boys, I swear to God, I'll fucking milk them. Oh no, I like, got to don't, don't be. You know what I mean? I got. I got one homie that popped in the mind that is a homie. Yeah, don't be doing. Don't be that bull. I yeah. got, and I think he's grown out of it. But I remember a time when it used to be like, "Nigga, act like you've been there before." You know what I'm saying? Just a little bit, even if you ain't, just pretend. I don't mind a little bit of staring. I don't mind that. They big. They, they, they I, I didn't go to the store and buy these. They are large breasts. All right. Even when I'm covering up. So it's the, like, the news is going crazy because the girl threw the broad Drake. Drake said, "Find the girl." They found the girl. Playboy reached out to the girl. Offered the girl a job, mm. right? Her breast size was a 36G. Yeah. You want to reveal yours? Yep. Go ahead. I am a 40F. I 
told you an F existed. I had a conversation with somebody. Yeah, but F translates to H too. Like some of my brides are H's. Wow. I don't. Yeah, it depends on where I go and where I shop at. I do some online stuff. Do Victoria's Secret I, I be lying to these bitches? Huh? Do Victoria's Secret be lying? Do they be lying? I heard that they they sizes is all the way off. I heard Victoria's yeah, Secret I, sizes I, is Victoria's Secret sizes. Shit, I ain't been at Victoria's Secret since I was a child. Yeah, you wouldn't even know. Shit. I apologize. I ain't been there since I was I mean, no disrespect, Fredericks. Since I was a toddler. That was the last time I could fit a Victoria's Secret bra. You was at elementary school going to Fredericks or Hollywood? That was the last time I could fit a Victoria's Secret bra in elementary school. Now, I went to elementary and middle school where there was one girl. (laughs) Middle school. My bad, y'all. Middle school. Middle school. Victoria was out. The secret was out. That was in my grade. (laughs) That had. She had no more secrets. She had the huge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially for our eyes at that time. She was gigantic, right? Mm-hmm. Hygiene could have been a little better, but oh. but she was walking around with them things. You know what I'm saying? She and had large you breath. could tell that she was a little self conscious about that. Mm-hmm. You see I what was. I'm saying? I had, I had those moments too. I, I'm not I'll, the smelly ones because when you play no, in my we, household, that, no, mom dudes want to let you slip oh, nah. on the hygiene. She said you got extra parts. Stay in there a little Show bit big longer. Big ass in it. Yep, that was her. Yo, that's what she used to say. I'm so bad. I'm right. Get your big ass in the shit. You watch, watch. Get back in there. You be like, you like seven. Like back in there. <laughs> no, you know how when you were a kid, I was self conscious about that. I never wanted to stay. We was boys. She said, "You gonna be big. You can't be sloppy." That was her rule. But it was like, yeah, that's a that's that was a thing. In the, that's the thing in the black community. You gonna be you can big, be big. You don't be sloppy. You ain't gonna be sloppy. You hear but me? I remember, like, I had a homie that was bigger. And you know how sometimes when you a kid, there's a joke that every time it's said, it's still funny. Like, it never gets old because you a kid. And I used to feel bad for him because he could be kicking somebody's ass with the roasting, just going in. And all they had to say is, don't you know when you fat, you stink? And everybody will fall out. And I used to be like, that's crazy because he wasn't one of them. That's like he was well kept, boy. Like, but it's like it's a thing. Like, damn. But how old yeah, were you? You can't be funky at all, even when you small. But it just hit a little harder when you big. Cause it's like it's expected. Hey, you fat and funky. It's like the same a reason. Left? It's the same reason black people oh take so God. much. It's the same reason broke black people take so much pride in their sneakers and their shoes. People expect you not to have, so you gotta always present as a millionaire can walk around in filthy white nights every day, and nobody is, is worried about it. But we have to over, you know what I mean? Do what perception is, mm-hmm. and and it, it becomes ingrained in us. It's like you know what they said about the chains and all of that. It's like well, we had them at one time. We was the king of all the jewelry, mm-hmm. and then we became the bottom of the barrel. And now it means something to be able to to feel like something, even though it might not mean something to the higher ups, the people that make the decisions and make the moves and have official paper. You know what I mean? That that really make money and they sleep. Right. They wouldn't dare do that, but they don't get what we get from it e- anyway, so we can't fault ourselves. We have to um, monitor, mm-hmm. balance out what we do. Absolutely. You see what I'm I saying? Agree. I don't got no rebuttal. No, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. That was for the people. I know oh, you know that me. already. Hell yeah. I ain't got no see, butt. It be feeling like we just talking to each other, but they watching us. <laughs> <laughs> they watching us. We I don't are, have no rebuttal, y'all. We are nah, being judged. We are being judged. Now, yeah. I, um, somebody said something mean to me uh, on the internet today. Um, I had my first like massive internet attack last year. Like the of end of the that year. You said? Did you do something? What did I do? You oh, they was asking Jewish me. A, nah, I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't fuck with the Jews. <laughs> 
ain't say shit about the Jews, nigga. Alright. <laughs> we just gonna smile. Mazel tov! That part. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but it was some real shit. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was in correlation to uh, dick sizes. Uh, I was on another <laughs> podcast, and he asked me, um, he said... Uh, what's what's your what's your preference in in dicks or whatever like that? It was some type of question, and I was like, "Well, there's a variation." Do of I dicks. know this podcast? Love and then what? I've been on it three times. Yeah, it was. I was like, "Oh, there's a very variation." You know what I mean? You got boyfriend dick, you got hubby dick, and uh, he was he had me break down the inches. That's all. You know, I, I broke down the inches. I was like, "Well, you know, anywhere from like I say like five to seven, five to eight is like boyfriend dick." Nine and above is like, you know, once in a while. And he was like, what about under five? I was like, oh, that's like, I pay for pussy. <laughs> and then like, yo, they, they they tried to rip me for shreds, yo. <laughs> he released that clip. They was like, you fat whore. Somebody was like, shut it, tubs. But you but know. Like, it was multiple men. And I was just like, they were saying, there was so many men attacking take, me. You about to take this pie somewhere it's never went before. Yo, it was so many know, men attacking like, me. All right. We've a, I'm a black man. I ain't gonna hold you. It was so, nice knowing who I'm all always, has a little dick. Right. But I've I always... Like, oh, they just revealing themselves. This I've always been pretty confident in my situation. And, but I yeah. know that... And I also know that we're in a highest percentile or a higher percentile, right? Yeah. Cool. But I didn't know... And it's it, it pains me to say this out of my mouth. The extent of what a micro penis is. That's a real thing, man. Like so, some motherfuckers really have to walk around in this world knowing that they, they they whip out game is on zero. Like you can't impress nothing with that. If I was a man, that would fuck me up. I ain't gonna hold. No, you. this is a rough life. Nah. So imagine That's seeing the reason I don't. Do imagine no seeing you. For real, for real. Imagine seeing you and be like, oh, I like her, and then you hit her with the. Yeah, five and under is pay for it, and he like, well, shit, five was my best day. You fat whore! <laughs> like, I, like, I, that shit was crazy, yo. Like, I was now, just like a swarm of little dicks, like, ding, 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 ding. I was like, wait, little dicks, wait, 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 I'm sorry. Now, I'm not going to let you do what women, what women do. There might have been a couple K Crusaders out there. There might have been a couple people out there that was situated that might have been riding for their people. Perhaps, or you know, they just don't want you to shut down everybody. It might. I think I saw like two comments of somebody was like, "Yeah, I got nine inches and I wouldn't touch her." I'm like, and I went to his page and I was just like, uh, "Me neither, nigga." Right? And I'm like, I wouldn't touch you either, you know. Um, yeah, that was my first, my first internet. So attack. how long did that last? It was about a good because he gets some days. views. I went viral on that podcast before. Yeah, I went his, viral no, twice his, on that podcast. His, his, his fans or whoever the fuck they are. No, they ride ride. They, um, I went viral twice, and I think I'm in the middle of it again now. Oh, really? You said some. I'm shit? on a recent, a recent um yeah. episode. They, they don't play. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't check TikTok, but if I go over there, and I go to it. I will let you know. Yo, it was a man on we there. We get a couple million on my joint. <laughs> it was a man on there talking about his life difficulties of having a, a dick that's too big. He isn't from Russia. He kept calling it a cook, like see you, like instead of a cook. cock. Yeah, he's like you don't know the struggles of having a large cook. You just don't know. You go to take a piss and your dick just hits the toilet seat. It's just brutal. No one wants to fuck you when you have a large cook. Hold on, though. 
He was talking about the struggles of having a big dick. No, there's there's a thing like <laughs> like like you whip people. out you whip out some shit. I'm trying not to, whatever. You whip out some shit, motherfuckers. Where you putting that at? What you about to do with that? Mm-hmm. And I've seen porn. I ain't gonna hold you. Y'all dicks are under a lot of scrutiny. Like 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 if this if it, if you go past the seven eight point and they don't plan on keeping you, they don't want you to set them back. Mm-hmm. Like that shit different. So like There are struggles Now um, I don't know about The toilet thing it, it's, it's borderline Sometimes you have problems Sometimes you don't Maybe he's rushing And he's running you with said, the camera You said you go out shit Your dick get in the way Once in a while I do Wow So you Niggas be shitting on their dick No You gotta control your situation Sometimes you gotta grab it Bunch it up The whole leg it's all about positioning. It's all about positioning. I mean, you learn how to do that shit in middle school when you got to go to the blackboard with a chubby on. You know how to position. You get shifty. Yeah. And I went to private school. I had on dress legs. Wow. Yeah, you had to. You, you gotta. You gotta be creative. I don't. I, I try not to shame people too much. I mean, I got my white jokes. But, but white try- people take all my jokes really well. White people love white jokes. White people love that shit. Are you crazy? Now, okay, this is something that I've noticed. Because okay, and I be checking like, yo, cool with this shit. Huh? I ask my white friends all that. Hold like, on. Oh my God, no, it's totally funny. Real quick, because this is funny to me. I've seen black comedians that I've seen on black stages do white stages. Have you ever, you know what I'm talking yeah, about, right? I do uh, mainstream and urban. White people laugh on timing. They laugh when the punchline is supposed to be there. If you say four lines, they're laughing at they the end of the. They watch that shit like science. Like it's they like it only had to be funny if it lands when they think it's going to land. They laugh. Am I tripping? Nah. They don't laugh at the in between jokes. They let it. you talk. I love it, but every now and then I gotta go back to the hood to uh, for strength training. <laughs> <laughs> the hood will keep you sharp, man. Them urban you might get a hot wing thrown at your mm-hmm. ass. Them urban wing rooms keep you a little sharper. You thought you was funny. You've been playing the mainstream rooms. I've been a few for so shows. long. You get to an urban room, they don't care about joke setup all the way and timing and the punchlines all the way. They want to make sure you are funny from the time you open your fucking mouth. <laughs> you got to grab them in the first and it has to be a minute. It has to be they kind of funny too. They don't want to grow with you. They don't want to see yeah. where you go. And they they waiting for they shit. And um, what I learned with urban rooms is initially, I uh, the first thing you do is just grab their attention. So even if you do something gimmicky, or um, something music related, or something bizarre, whatever, you, you you're grabbing their attention immediately. And then from there, then you can go kind of go into your jokes and some crowd work. But a lot of our rooms aren't, and that's crazy. I had a whole nother point before, but you're doing good. Uh, a lot of our rooms aren't um, built for comedy. A lot of the times, the people that's promoting comedy shows are converting situations to fit a comedy show, but it's not an environment that is conducive to comedy necessarily, right? So you have to sometimes. Ice brother. Yes, hopefully we got some. If not, don't worry about it. I I'll ain't check. no bougie bitch. But you have to, um, I'm going to say this real quick. You have to sometimes take the, the attention away from the Sixers game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or or the waitresses and the bartenders is talking too fucking loud. Yeah. Like, you have to deal with that. So you have to kind of shock them as soon as you get up there yeah. in our environment. You got to grab them as soon as you get up there. Um, I've done some attentive urban rooms. Uh-huh. Not many, but I've done them. 
where they are there to listen to the joke or whatever, but they don't find mediocre things funny. So just making you work a little bit, but I, I you know, to me that's just like strength training. Mm. You know, that's strength training right there. Um, all those different rooms, all those different rooms, and somebody who only does urban, their ass got to go into mainstream and, and, and experience that if they want to. I always look at it because um, I used to consider myself an athlete. Like you consider yourself what? I used to consider myself an athlete. Oh, okay. So I played basketball and it would be like there was always this thing where like everybody nice at day park. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you playing against the motherfuckers you play against all the time, of course you nice at home. What you do when we go on the road? Mm-hmm. How many people dominate here, but when we take them on the road and we in the middle of somebody else's projects, they don't want the ball. You see what I'm saying? It's like strength training. Like you literally have to be prepared for those environments and that prepares you for the lights. Yep. That's mm-hmm. how you get comfortable in the light. Yeah. You agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think agree. you need to experience all rooms. I've been in a uh, hole in the walls. Mm-hmm. Um, to really luxurious um um country clubs. Like I've done some city country clubs, like those country clubs in the middle of like major cities where right. you like, I can't believe this is here. Yeah, like this you is know, in the middle like, all it is is just this, space. This this beautiful mm-hmm. thing for the wealthy people right <laughs> this beautiful space for the and, wealthy people and nobody knows it's here yeah nobody knows it's there it's on a random block i've been to those i've been to speakeasies uh strip clubs mm. i do comedy everywhere i've done comedy everywhere because you gotta make sure you can laugh make people laugh everywhere if that's one of your goals favorite night on stage and why my favorite night on stage damn i got a few i mean you can give me more than one thing my favorite night on stage Damn, I got some knockout shit. Um, I'll have to say, uh, when my partner Driz and I, my business partner Driz and I, did Girls Got Giggles, uh, which is our brand. Mm-hmm. Girls Got Giggles. Um, we do skits, movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we produce comedy shows, right? And um, highlight, and we we do themed comedy shows. Like we had Girls Got Giggles present Sausage Fest. We had an all male lineup, like stuff like that, right? Um, but our very, very first one was really phenomenal. And Michael Blackson came and did the set. Dope. He came to the show. And shout like, out to Mike, man. Yeah, shout out to Michael Blackson for pulling up to that show. And, uh, he didn't have a, to. Nope, he did not. Right. And, uh, we, and, and then to have him walk in to a packed house. Mm-hmm. He's like, who shit is this? Talk like, heavy. You know? Talk heavy. Talk that, I'm sitting here hitting her like she a nigga. You know Talk I mean? that shit. Who hey. shit is this? I was me and my friend. We like, this is our shit. Hey. Talk <laughs> you that know? shit. And he, you know, he, he wanted some time, so he got some time. He and, only wanted uh, time because he felt the room. He felt the energy that, right. and we, I'm glad that we was able to do that, and make him feel comfortable enough to want to give them. I've been there shows twitching like, oh, they giving it up tonight. I wish I had a couple yeah, minutes up there. That was definitely one of my favorite moments. Um, I, I got a few standing ovations. I got in my in my career so far. Mm. Um, awesome. I say one was special because it was some family in the audience too dope, that dope. has never seen me perform, which is always. I'm about you know, to say that's a wobbler. Do we do the full set? I know. I'm, my, do we do we do the full set? I, when my family in the audience, I switch things around a little bit. But when I get to a certain level, nah, fuck all that. But they ain't gonna give a fuck because they gonna see that money. I heard that. They gonna be like, nah, let her go ahead. What you was sucking a dick and did what? And did, yeah, girl, shit bought me a Benz. Sorry, now nah, I'm talking shit. But um, yeah, my family was there. Um, that was a very special moment. 
I won a contest and won money. That was a great moment on stage. I had quite a few, quite a few times where I was like, wow, this was it. I'll have to say earlier this year, one of my favorite sets uh, was January 31st at Helium. Mm. Um, that's on YouTube, actually, was for Helium the, Comedy Studios. I have on an orange hoodie. Was so that the um, check an- that out? Was that the anniversary? Ten minutes. What was, um, the, what was the purpose of that show? It was a, a Helium Comedy Studio showcase, and it was an all-female lineup that day. Okay, so that's not the one I'm thinking of. Okay, nope. all right, all right. It was all a right. 4 p.m. show, so I didn't expect anybody to be there. So I showed up kind of dressed down, thinking like, ah, oh, ain't nobody going to be oh, here. 4 p.m. is all women. <laughs> I got there, and that shit was packed. I said, whoa, and they had all the cameras set up. I said, oh, this is some real shit. Mind you, I'm like, if you go watch it, I'm like dressed down. So, um, yeah, I filmed that, and uh, I love the quality of it. I got to see myself on a high-quality level as far as my shit being filmed. So, And uh, that's when I introduced a, a very hit non-sexual joke because I've been working on my non-sexual jokes. Mm-hmm. Because I have people comment on my explicit comedy. Even though I'm clever with the sex jokes, um, some people... Um, feel like you can't always cross that over into television mm-hmm. but I mean to be honest uh, a lot of the successful comics that I look up to who indeed are successful they were raunchy like how raunchy I am that's how raunchy I grew up off of raunchy comedy but I watched Howard Stern as a kid I was sneaking on watching like you know like I yeah, was I watched sneaking, Howard Stern too but does know, does like Fucking Chelsea Handler, like you know, like I was we, watching some shit growing we, up. Like, oh wow. We have to base things on what's 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 being picked up and what's going to be successful, but we have to find balance too, right? Mm-hmm. So like, it's still a, it's still a, you find you in the thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, you one find of my main your place reason, in the mix. One of my main reasons is I'm not, you know, catering to what people's opinions. However, I always welcome constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. And I like the challenge as well. So the more non-sexual jokes I come up with, and if they're smashing, I like you to suck my dick after that. Yeah, <laughs> like damn, nah, she real funny. Like Yo, my carjacking joke, mwah. Word. Right now, like my Word. carjacking joke is a closer and it's a killer. Ten for ten. Yeah. Now that has I, nothing to do with sex. How do you feel about your um crowd work? Crowd work. I have my days. I'm mainly good at it, but I have my days uh, where I feel question. like doing that shit. And you don't have someone that records your sets? Not every single show. I've been trying to get better at that because I notice people posting crowd work clips. I've heard, we'll see, I think that's based on levels, but I've heard somebody say, ask the um, event if you can get some of their footage or, their, or your footage that they that they get mm-hmm. um, ahead of time if possible. If not, designate somebody with a phone. But a lot of the traction that I'm seeing comedians get online when they tried to compete with the internet comedians was based on having clips of crowd work and just extreme punchlines. Things that fit the formats that they put them on that have literally made Andrew Schultz somebody that sits next to Charlemagne and have made, you know what I mean, certain comedians that we wouldn't have known on such a scale because they had a niche group that cared about them. They do that one Jewish joke since we smiled about the Jewish shit earlier. But you know what I mean? And it, and, it, and it gets that traction. So I just, just strategically find a way, if you can, to get those clips for yourself. Yeah, because, that's, um, uh, that's the goal right now. You are, you are 
definitely doing this right now. But you and can, I fuck with the crowd skip, a lot. You can skip one of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's time, man. Do that make sense to you though? Am I am I am I No man? Because I'm an outsider. You to the choir right now. I'm an outsider, so you know what I know. Yes. Okay. All yep, right. All I know right. exactly what you mean. Because I don't want to sound like no, I know. No, that you. is the goal right now to be more consistent with my filming and my clips. Even if I don't have I'm about to actually I have two phones, a business phone and a regular phone, but my highest uh model phone is the 11 mm-hmm. and they got that new shit out so I'm, I'm i'm due for an upgrade and i'm like shit fuck it somebody's not there i can give me a nice tripod and film my own shit and just keep posting the clips because i got the guys who can do the videos with the pop-ups and the words mm-hmm. i got somebody on deck who edits that shit for me exactly if i don't have time to do it myself um so yeah it's definitely that's the next phase yeah it's part of the next Cause not phase. every single show is filmed but some are more being filmed, but you got to go through the whole process of getting it. And then, you know, you send your Sometimes email, you reach out. They take long. They do on their time. So, yeah. Yeah, I understand it's that. It's a lot. But then at the same time, what happens is once you start but the it's mo- necessary. Once you start the momentum, the mm-hmm. ones that you're waiting on, you get them when you get them and you put them out when you get them. Yeah. They're not time sensitive. That's why having my own shit set up mm-hmm. is priority for me right now. So, I'm. it's nice that you mentioned that. Yeah, you, you know. No, like I said, I like... <laughs> I like talking to comedians because I love comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, I really dig into this shit. And I really, um, I can see a lot of similarities between um, comedy and music, comedy and sports. Like, it's just a lot of parallels that just make sense to me. Yep. And then I try to find out what the difference is. And the difference is how you promote the shit. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And the difference of what? Who's blowing up and who's not? Not... Um, or what you what you see as successful balance of what you give your audience that is conducive to your brand. Okay, you see what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You can show your audience that you always working, but if you always the one taking pictures of yourself, then you don't only want to give a fuck. Right. And if other people are taking pictures of you and you only posting the ones you're taking of yourself, then you care too much. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. The same thing like most comedian flyers. Um, until recently, the comedians was on there making the craziest faces they ever made in their life. Right? Yeah. Because the funny is first. It's not about looking perfect. Mm-hmm. It's about knowing I'm funny. I have personality. I'm silly. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But we can't get all of that by a trumped up caption on the same pictures we see every day. Right. And this isn't personal to you. This is just how mm-hmm. people have watered down self-promo. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we got too comfortable with the cameras in your hand. But at the same time, sometimes you just hand it to somebody. <laughs> I always sometimes you been, just hand it to somebody. I always been pretty good with my, my flyers and my promotion. No, you do good with that stuff. I see that. Yeah, that's... um. It'll be nice when I, you know, finally have a team handling all of that. But shout out to LV, my Soon manager, come. who keeps the shit rolling Soon as far come. as my schedule. Um, So, yeah, man, you got to take pride in that shit. You got to take pride in your photos. You got to take pride in how you're presenting to the people. I have a time where I drop shit. I don't like to post only flyers because I want my page full of flyers. Mm-hmm. So I want some content mixed in. If I have a video that went viral, I post a flyer shortly after that. Still on my page because the people on now the people on there are like what else she got exactly and um and that's smart. I've have I'll probably have like maybe like three viral videos a year. Dope, right? That's dope. However. I'll have that momentum and make that viral video and then I'll be like, eh, 
<laughs> but see, I don't go and make another video the next day. I don't know. And somebody who is famous on the internet or very popular, they was like, nah, you got to be annoying with this shit. You need to be dropping a video at least every other day. You need to be college level especially once annoying. They start, once they start fucking following you now, because now they're following you because they saw that. saw that. So they want to see more. More. I've and I'm seen, just like, my creative brain doesn't even process like that. Well, part of and see, you move, you do a lot of stages. Mm-hmm. But the more, like, when you're intentional about gathering the footage and all of that, it gets to the point where you're no longer saying, damn, I need to post something today. You're saying, shit, I ain't post this yet. Okay. Uh, that clip fills that void. True. Yeah. That makes sense to you? I'm going to get it together, Sammy. No, I'm not I'm preaching to you. We talking. No, no, we talking. This is... This we is, talking. You know what I'm saying? This is a conversation I just had, so you're, like, person number three. Okay. So it's like, ah, uh, Yeah. Oh, then I feel even better because now this is reinforcement for Mm -hmm. something that you've already been thinking about. Mm -hmm. So that's perfect. You're not in a bad position at that point. Yep, yep, yep. Because at the same time, it's like they say, you don't need management until you have enough business that you can't handle yourself. I'm there a little bit. And you have people that are representing you. Mm -hmm. You just said you need a bigger team to do certain things, and that's gradual. We ain't splitting up this pie, but so fucking much. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But. When the pie gets Not to a level, a full pie, it's a, when the pie gets to a, a level slice. where I'm looking like, well, you know what? We could attack more pies now. Mm-hmm. Then we gotta get some more slices up. Yeah. So like you're not you're not off at all. Like you good. You good. The things that you've said in response to the things that I've asked you about your plans and your moves sound fucking wonderful. Thank you. They sound a- they 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 make they make me feel optimistic. Thank you, man. You know what I mean? I'm trying to master the internet right now. Um, so the internet what, can be a scary place because, like I said, I don't, I don't like me. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm a little, I'm a little care bear. I gotta shimmy when I say that. I'm a little care bear. Like I'm like I'm real sweet. You know what I mean? No, I'm really a sweet person. So when I read the mean shit, I be like, damn, what is? Are you okay? Like <laughs> I'm asking. You be want to help? Yeah, I'm like you want to talk about something? Like where is this coming from? You know, and um, so the internet can be a really scary place. So you got to have some tough, thick you skin. You got to do a mean tweet skit. Going in there. Oh, I would love to do that. Do a mean tweet skit. Yes, I'm gonna start doing that. Do one. I ain't gonna tell you how to do it. But I don't know would... how to do it. I've seen it no, on like, a live television could, before. There's a couple ways you could go about making sure that you have the right tweets. Mm-hmm. But you'll figure that part out. I love that. You'll figure that part out. Making fun of it. Because the I ignore angle, it mostly. The angle of wanting to But when help, it's that time of the month, I be reading shit. But wanting to help them? <laughs> wanting to help them is hilarious. Like, I do. I be if like, they shoot at, If they shoot at you and you like, damn, he probably under five inches. That's crazy. Like, I know somebody that can help you with, like, if you yeah. will take that approach to it, that's gold. Mm-hmm. Every, every, every response is a separate clip. Mm-hmm. You don't even need the whole thing. You see what I I'm saying? I love that. I love that idea, actually. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, damn. I thought it earlier when you was talking about you got on, because I've never been attacked like that. Oh, so, yeah, nah. They was they was, uh, they was coming from different countries. Uh, it was different. It was, I ain't, I ain't gonna hold you. It was mostly white guys, but it wasn't I mean, many. It was a couple black dudes that came in there like, nah, man, chill off, sis. <laughs> Alright, I'ma I'm I'm like, help you out. Fuck you, you fat whore. I'ma <laughs> help you out. I'ma help you out. That shit was crazy. To the point where I was I was I was laughing though. Your I comments, was laughing. Your comments look just like the appointments of the motherfuckers that do the extensions. Really? 
If you ask them who's the majority of the motherfuckers that walk through their office, they gonna tell you what? One nationality and another nationality. Mm-hmm. And that's who was in your comments. But I went on another podcast who has a large white male fan base and they adore me. Well, it was a couple, like a little bit later. Different. Men, I went there and they adored this me. This is why women can't. Put but a, I also told them to to sit to to love their dick. But this is why women can't put. I was us like, in you better boxes. love your dick. Because men listen to different men that they identify with, <laughs> yeah. and you just proved that. Yeah. You can say the same thing with two different platforms, but the audience is on that man town. Yeah, we ain't, we ain't all on the same time. You hear baby. that, Justin? Oh shit, <laughs> we ain't all on the same time. You Justin, see what I'm saying? You're but a cook. One oh. thing I wanted to ask you earlier, but you was rolling. What do you? What does comedy give you that you you not that makes it like no? This is yeah, this my circle, my pie was almost there, and this fills in a large gap. What was missing from my soul, my energy? What's that? It gives me reassurance that I'm definitely here for a reason. Dope. Um, I like that. It's, it's one thing to be on stage telling jokes, but the aftermath, especially after you've done well. Yeah. Um, the aftermath of the in Philly, you gotta wait for the aftermath. Yeah, it's they the- might ice break you till you get off stage. <laughs> no, no, I mean like when you when you especially when you do well, like it's certain people. You, I'm sharing my stories, mm-hmm. which are obviously exaggerated because I'm being funny. I'm but glad you said that. I'm sharing exaggerated versions of my story, my life, and my things personality, and things that come in my head and right. things I've been through in life and all of that. And when you walk off that stage and you got multiple people coming up to you wanting to share their life mm. or tell you how you've helped them mm-hmm. or just like really just like thank you for this. My mom is also on drugs. Like when I do them, the, dro- the jokes about my, my mom That's how was Kev on crack. Got them. That's how Kev got You know got what them. I mean? Like um, That was like, yo. I also was a, the only black girl at a predominantly white college. Mm-hmm. You know, I I had a roommate that was a white girl. Mm-hmm. Duh, duh, we became friends. Like 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 people are relating, and then white women are coming up to me, and they're like, "Oh my god, you see us!" Like they you know, what I, mean? they, <laughs> I don't know. White girls love me, y'all. They never thought they, you could. They could be your friend, right? They feel right. I'll give you an example. They feel like yo, this girl's cool as shit. I'm getting that from different races. I have Asian like. I'll give you an example. It's me, so many me, different races and ages. It's when, beautiful, man. Tell you what happens when you're smart about how you present yourself, right? We were at a time I related to music. We were mm-hmm. at a time in hip hop where a lot of the rappers were gang members. You had to be a blood or something if you like Lil Wayne. Like you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just as a kid thinking like, how do you fit into their thing, right? Right, right, right. And then you had these two potheads named Wiz Khalifa and Currency. And you know what they told them white kids? If you smoke joints and wear chucks, you're Taylor Gang. If you smoke joints and wear Jordans, you're Jet Life. We all family. They made it simple. They made it relatable. They brought themselves mm-hmm. to a level that people could buy into without like... The same, like, when I was a kid, Criss Cross came out. I was in Virginia with my cousins with my jeans on back. was jumping off of beds and shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We thought we was Criss Cross. You could do that shit in the house. You put a red rag on your head and walk somewhere outside of your comfort zone, and you can no longer be the Lil Wayne fan that you was five minutes ago. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You isolate certain people. You bring people in. Yep. 
you bring people in. You bring them to your level. You make yourself relatable. They look at you and they see a beautiful woman. They see the breast possibly that they want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they still don't look at you as a mean girl. Yeah. Because I'm not. I mean, I'm really I'm being myself up there. Yeah. So yeah. that's something that you should embrace. That's something yeah. that can be expanded upon in so many branding ways. I think it's really cool. Um, I love that the ladies love me, but it's almost like I'm a lady, so it's kind of like, yeah, better. But like I'm with y'all. Yeah, I think it's really cool. Uh, men too, like men really fuck with me. Um, not just for looks or titties and none of that shit. They like fuck with the comedy. Yeah, well, or they you know, think I'm really we, like a funny girl. They're we like, listen. We wow. listen a little longer when we like your face. <laughs> I know some funny ugly girls. I know some hilarious ugly girls. Me too. And you know what I tell people about? I don't ugly? even like calling women ugly. I'll say facially challenged. Cause you ever see somebody who's not that cute, but their soul is so bomb that they're beautiful. No, that's the thing. Yeah, but you that's know the what thing. I, you they know what still I, shining. You know what I always told boys, I'm not going to say men, about ugly girls? What? They got more brothers and cousins than a motherfucking beautiful girl. <laughs> like, bro, leave her the fuck alone. Yeah. Like, you will not get out of school. <laughs> leave her alone. She's the homie. She done hurt, well, held yeah, shit. Well, 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 fat girls, too. I got a football team behind me. They done hurt they keep. Nobody has never said nothing too crazy to my face about my weight. It's either been on the internet or during an argument. See, I don't see you as a fat girl. And you say you Man, tell three. that to at XJ973. <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing. No, but yeah, but no I mean I'm I'm a plus size woman. At the end of the day, you are that. And um I'm I'm happy. I wouldn't I wouldn't let like I don't like we never should lie to ourselves or each other. But at the same time, like I like that. I think I'm big and beautiful. That's I it. like that it's you like, under. Oh, I like that you understand that you are beautiful. That yeah, you yeah. do. Just big. You do. <laughs> you're doing the same thing. Dig this. Dig this. Imagine yeah. like, all right, cool. Comedy culture. Yeah. It's a date culture a lot of the times. A lot of people go with they they significant other, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of these women don't know a lot of female comedians because they don't really care that much about comedy. They do it on a date night. They not. On Netflix looking for the next special. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's true. So you're doing for women what Monique did for you. Mm-hmm. In a major way. Like you're giving them, oh, I ain't just gotta look at these dudes disrespect us or, or play us. Mm-hmm. And then these little cute girls tell us that, you know what I mean? They yeah. see that you're doing the same thing. So once again, <laughs> I'm gonna give you a round of applause for that. Cause I don't know if you realize that. Do you realize that you are you are Monique in your life to somebody else? To a lot of people. To That's a lot up, of people, man. I'm a, and I mean it as like in the best I guess way because I'm still, you know, man, yo, I feel rich in spirit. <laughs> Y'all know where I'm going with this, right? <laughs> I feel wealthy in spirit, <laughs> but, but when I look at my bank account, exactly. I'm like, God, please tell me if I'm on the right path. Am I doing the right thing? Should I keep telling the jokes? Say now, nah, I always, I'm never gonna give up. But um, like I said, I'm entering year seven. I have my struggles because um, I don't work full time like a regular job. Mm-hmm. Which is, I do. I'm a stand up comedian, and like I said, it's seventy percent of my income in the summer is more like fifty fifty. But the other part of my income is I work part time, mm-hmm. but for a really great company, I work in HR. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I work in HR. I ain't gonna say the company name, but my like my boss, he like you cheating. You go to work and get more material. That's crazy. Yo, that's the part that's popping because I work in HR. You and know, we're, I and know. We're, <laughs> and we're fully remote right now. 
Oh shit! So, so it's we do super the whole on charge, and we're under twenty people team. So like it's, yeah. it's given, and we're like a startup company. So it's not <laughs> like <laughs> it's not like a, a like working for like um a, a large corporation. You know, like we have beer kegs in the office. You know what I mean? Like Thanks it's very progressive. My 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 boss. Y'all hiring? My boss got Black Lives Matter signs. I in will his house. buy the keg my and first shit. day. <laughs> He's this progressive white dude. Like it's pretty cool. Like it's like if I gotta work anywhere, it has to be for a company like this. I have the flexibility. They all know what I've done. A few people have been to shows. Um, so I have that flexibility right now, and it's not full time. So it doesn't take three days a week just to handle business for you in this small company. And the best part, I work in HR, so I, I process payroll. I help with our taxes. I balance our books and QuickBooks. I know how to run a small company. I about to say, I you, am learning. You you running a business? Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm practicing running a business. I heard you. And it's just clicked in my mind recently, like, like what wow. else is there? What else besides what you're doing for a business is there besides? This Being the really one with the master amazing. key to the building. This white dude really took a chance on me because I ain't know shit about that job. However, I have a very impressive resume and the gift of gab. So I walked up in that bitch and kept making everybody laugh and shit and just you know I something? said the right things. He realized a couple weeks later, like, you have no idea what you're doing. Absolutely you, not. He took his time to teach me. You know what I pride myself on? If I can get to the interview, I get offered the job. That's how I be feeling. I'm like, I'm gonna get the job. I failed the drug get test. Get me in the room, nigga. I failed the piss test one time, but they offered me the job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like you you you're doing a lot of things right. People are receiving you as you should be received. As far as the timing to when that seventy percent becomes a hundred percent, which yeah. it might not, because if you have the opportunity to grow and learn somewhere, then you might still. B- Value your time that way. I do. I, I, but, I value my time at the company. Like, I appreciate was, them. Was meant for you, was meant for First you. First job ever, that happening. Was meant for you, <laughs> was meant for you. Your time is your time, and your time is right around the corner. Yeah, man, it's real close. Just be patient. Stay sturdy and keep making motherfuckers smile, man. I'm bro, like, y'all, like y'all, bird man. We need, we need comedians and doctors. You know what I mean? We need motherfuckers that make us forget for 15 minutes, 20 <laughs> minutes that we just went through three weeks of bullshit. Yeah. Since we laughed. Yeah. You know, people go to comedy shows and realize I ain't laughed this hard since. That's medical. And you, the beauty That's in physical. what you just said, too. Why? Of course, you know, you got some people who want a big star, some people who just like to tell jokes. Mm-hmm. But either way, we need more, more than one comic. Always, because we need we need we need more than one heavy hitter. We need more than one person killing it in the mm-hmm. game. We we need several kinds of comedians to represent several kinds of people. Um, there's a comedian. Um, he I, I want to say maybe he might be Middle Eastern. Uh, forgive me if that's not correct. But he um, he's a doctor. Like he has his medical degree and he's a stand up comic. And in his comedy, he makes fun of you know some medical shit and and doctor shit and. A lot of his fan base is what? What's doctors and nurses and, and all What's that stuff? It's just name? like, yeah, they need to laugh too. Like, What's it's my just man cool. name from the hangover, the little Asian guy? He was a dentist. Yeah, like, I love to go in there and talk about people's mouths. He on was stage. a dentist. If I was a dentist, man, a cavity that walked in this bitch today. Imagine. That's probably against HIPAA and all but, that uh, hold shit. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> but you know, how, you know how you know he Thank was. Thank God I'm not a doctor, bitch. You know how you know he was confident and that he was talented? 
Because imagine being an immigrant that's mm-hmm. already a medical professional and is telling your family, I'm about to tell jokes. Oh, yeah. Any Asian? Are you crazy? That's not even a real thing. But salute to all the comedians. You know what I mean? Thank you for your service. But tell the people how they can um, tap in with you, keep up with you. Enjoy Tata Sharice. Oh, man. If you want to keep up with me, you can uh, find me all over the interwebs at Tata Sharice. That is T-A-T-A. She Rise. S-H-E-R-I-S-E. It's Tata Sharice. Sharice is spelled like She Rise. TataSharice.com. Tata Sharice on Instagram. Tata Sharice on Facebook, Twitter, Threads. Tata Sharice 91 on TikTok. I'm starting to grow my TikTok now. I ain't got no people over there. So bring your asses over there. My Instagram is kind of popping. But, you know, bring your asses everywhere, man. Come on, let your girl. Well said. <laughs> um, I'll drink to that. We will applaud that. Thank you for your time. I had oh, a- wait, I got the coaster in there. Yeah, that's simple as any coaster. I had a fucking blast. Man, I ain't gonna hold you. You ahead of the game with your with your shit. He got coasters, man. You you got probably got water. Sam he Dana's, got IPAs, beer, glasses, shot glasses, beer cups. Glasses. Yeah. Wow. I mean, we working out here, man. We trying to keep your own it weed strand yet? Not yet, but I actually have a sponsor. I he's talking about it. It's kind of on the sign already. But okay. yeah, uh, <laughs> we've been working. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. And um. If you ain't fucking with Tata Sharice, you wasting your time, man. Please enjoy this young lady. She brings light everywhere she goes. And I know that from a couple personal interactions and just watching how she moves and how people respond to her. And I've been in some of the rooms when people talk about you when you're not around. I I always want to hear that part. I don't be hearing that part. I haven't heard anything crazy. Oh, nice. So salute to you. No, they big you up. So. Once again, man, thank you for your time, man. That's what we doing, man. Yo, that's this great is Sipping with Sammy. I am Mr. Flash, and only man. the one and only Sipping with Sammy. I mean, Sam alone, barstool roof. If you ain't sipping with Sammy, you ain't sipping right. Please get I your mean, fucking life together. I mean, the ones together. that are ain't your problem. Yeah. They usually like miserable motherfuckers. The only ones that got time to worry about you. Mm-hmm. I'm busy. I. Prophecy, I walk the other yellow road, painted red, fill my soul. Mama always told me, look forward, proceed. Keep your head on road You make it better through any weather you stand up. Don't let them judge you. Keep ten up, you keep your schedule, you keep the motion. Stay devoted, you got the potion, the magic is in you. Don't let them tip you know. Work until you improve. Cause what you do, they do. I see my son move the way I move and even curse too, huh? Really ain't funny. At least he's touching money, yeah. Moving in silence, I really, really want it, yeah. Keep Shift 
lifted, name lifted, almost missed it Too busy moving and grooving, almost missed my mentions Used to skip the tension, rather be suspended Time is money, money is time, I move between the tissue Ain't one for red carpets, operate black market Meditate on weight of my next plate to keep me sharper Mama knows when my spirit's low, I get the cause and lie Cause my stress is mine, her smiles keep me off it Cause I be tweaking often, so keep them niggas off me Eyes low, dreadlocks blow, so bro keep it walking as I keep it moving, plugging, winning, excelling. Don't worry about what I'm in hell and I've been propelling. Keep the motion, keep the motion, keep the motion, keep the motion, keep the motion.